You're listening to Episode 7, Just One of Them Days. Hello, darlings, and welcome to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast with your girl, your host, Portia Scott. This is a podcast with the mission to inspire and empower you to take your life off autopilot, optimize the power of your uniqueness, and execute intentionally in every area of your life. Hello darlings, we are in episode number seven, and not only are we in episode number seven, but as of August 27th, the Wake Up and Show Up podcast is one month old. That's right, so it's been a month since we launched the podcast, and I am so grateful and so excited. So as we begin every episode with what we're grateful for today I am grateful for the ability to start over. On Monday, I had this great idea for the next podcast episode ready to go. It was going to be a really good one, but don't worry, you'll hear it soon. I pretty much wrote everything down, all of my ideas while sitting in the carpool lane. This is where I get some of my best ideas because it's either that or I stop honking my horn at the atrocities that happen when parents are picking up their children. I should have recorded it as soon as I got home, but the day was filled with back-to-back meetings and another meeting during the evening. And so needless to say, your girl was tired and it didn't happen. And then Tuesday came. And Tuesday was nothing like Monday. I didn't have that burst of creative energy. In fact, I felt zapped. I felt deflated. Can I be honest? It was just one of those days. We all have had that day. I mean, life happens, plans fail, we fail, we mess up, traffic sucks, we miss a payment, forget to sign a permission slip, the bed that has been in its set place for all these years all of a sudden jumps out and you hit your toe. You break a nail, the kids get a bad grade, you're late for a meeting, and quite possibly you didn't have any coffee. Your perfectly planned day gets sideswiped by life. And no matter how intentional you are, we face days like this. I know it. I'm misintentional. And I still have these days. You know, I realized and have realized over the course of my life is that sometimes the encourager needs encouraging. The doctor needs a doctor. The mom needs her mom. Yesterday was that for me. It was supposed to be a celebratory day because the Wake Up and Joy podcast had just turned one month. Not to mention, we have put out eight episodes in one month. We've reached or had over 700 plays and have received tons of love and feedback about the show. I was supposed to be riding the wave of excitement, but instead I was riding the wave of being inside my own head, thinking the very opposite of the accomplishment I just mentioned. Instead of being excited about the 700 plays, I was thinking, we only had 700 plays. We have only received X amount of reviews. Is this really working? Is this really helping anybody? Has that ever happened to you? Like in one minute, you're like super excited and riding the wave of celebration. And then the next minute, you're riding the wave of doubt. It's so quick and so easy how our minds can start thinking the absolute opposite from one moment to another. I don't know about you, but sometimes my emotions are like almond joys. Sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. And you know what? 
that is okay. But I can't stay there. You can't stay there. I came home after carpool and I told John that I was going to take a bath. I just wanted to sit in the bath and cry a little. Nope. I actually wanted to cry a lot. So that's what I did. I hopped in the bath and I cried. And then I turned to my favorite funny man himself, Trevor Noah. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. And I almost forgot about the day I was having inside my head. And after I cried and laughed, I pulled myself together. It's okay to cry, but I couldn't stay there because I have work to do. I have an impact to make within my community to challenge people to show up, to push people to own who they are and execute intentionally. And so because I talk the talk, I have to walk the walk too. And so I had to ask myself, why? I had to go back to the starting line again. I'd fallen off the bike and now I have a scrape, but not enough to stop me from getting back on that bike. When I was nine years old and preparing for a huge track meet, I was going to compete in the long jump in the four by four. This was the championship meet and I was ready. I mean, these legs were made for running. They were made for the long jump. Tight calves, slender from the thigh to ankle. Yes, your girl was ready. I had practiced so much. I would practice at school and at home. My father coaching me along the way. This win was going to be for all of us. The night before, I was outside with my father and friends, riding my bike as usual. All was well until I hit a rock in the street. And that rock would literally rock my nine-year-old world. My bike went one way and I went the other, falling right on my driveway. My father must have watched it all happen because as I hit the floor, he was right by my side. I had totally skinned my knee and elbow. I was in pain. I remember that day so vividly because my nine-year-old self thought my life was over. My dreams were crushed. My father picks me up and immediately takes me inside to clean me up and bandage the wounds, reminding me that it's going to be okay. The next morning, I'm sore and my tender nine-year-old heart is broken. The first event was the running long jump. It wasn't that I didn't have ability, but I wasn't sure if I had the capacity to do it. Ability, that speaks to my skill, your gift, your talent, education, or experience. But capacity, that answers the question whether or not I can handle it. My why at nine years old, it wasn't for my team. My why was because my daddy, who stands about five, six, but in my eyes, he was a giant. I'm a little taller than him now, but in my eyes, he is still a giant. I wanted to make him proud. The win was going to be for us. It was going to be a trophy that he and I both won because he coached me when no one else was looking. He encouraged me when I had a bad practice. He made me keep going even though I was sore and tired because he understood pushing through the pain would develop a characteristic in me that would take me throughout my life. Most of us have the ability to start, to make that change, to go the distance, but it's the capacity that I can handle that comes into question when like me you hit a rock in the road and it's you and the pavement it's you and the next decision 
It's you and the rejection email. It's you and the not so pleasant news. It's not the skill that we lean on. It's the why. It was this why at nine years old that after an ugly fall gave me the strength to keep going. I didn't win that tournament. But what I did win was the confidence to understand that just because you fall, you can still keep going. It may be at a slower pace. It may be a little limp, but you have to get back to the starting line. I'm not sure how many of you all remember this moment, but it's one of the most memorable moments of Olympic gymnastics history. It was in 1996, and I remember this Olympics because Atlanta was the host of the 1996 Olympics, and Team USA was headed for gold for the first time in history. And Carrie Strug, it relied on her nailing her vault routine for this to happen. Well, during the first routine, she fell and she injured her ankle. And now there was a decision that she had to make and that her coaches had to make whether or not she had the capacity to keep going. It was this decision to keep going with the injured ankle that changed the course of history. She ran it again and she nailed it. Her why was dependent on it. She wanted to make sure that she secured Team USA the gold spot. That question of your why is so pivotal because you're going to scrape your proverbial knee. We're going to twist our ankles. We're going to make a bad decision and we might mess up a contract. We may miss an important event because life happens. But is your why big enough that in the face of challenges, you just can't stop getting back up to vault or getting back up on that bike? When I ask myself why, the answers that stared back at me made me dust myself off and keep going. Sometimes you have to open your journal back up again and remember what you wrote months ago. I had to go back and listen to the last six episodes and it made me smile. I put something out in the world that I am proud of. I put something out in the world that isn't just for me. I put something out in the world that my five-year-old listens to and says, Mommy, I love your podcast. I put something out in the world that causes my dear husband to stay up until midnight or set his clock so he is the first listener on Thursdays when the episodes go live. I went back and read the emails I received or saw a Facebook Live of someone taking their life off autopilot. This reminded me of my why. What's your why? Why do you do what you do? Why do you stay at that job? Why did you decide to be a stay-at-home mom? Why did you decide that the military was going to be your path? Why did you decide to go the entrepreneurial route? Because there's going to be days when you feel like you're beat down. There's going to be days when you're tired, when you're going to ask yourself, why did I do this? And so I ask you before those days get here that you remember why you wanted to have those babies, why you fell in love with that crazy man, why you keep getting up and going back to that job and giving 150%, why you keep waking up and opening the doors of your online business, because your why has the capacity 
to keep you going when you don't want to. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been entrusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Michael Jordan. As always, we end every show with this declaration. Waking up is automatic. Showing up is intentional. Today, I will show up. Thank you again for spending time with me today and listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you never miss a show. Leave us a five-star review and share with a friend or foe. You can follow us on Instagram at I am Portia Scott, Facebook at I am Portia Scott. Until next time, go impact the world.